You're listening to the VR Verse, a virtual reality podcast where two friends talk all things VR. Now let's join your hosts, the VR Realm and Doctor Oculus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the VR Verse episode twenty-six. Here, with as always, with my lovely co-host, Doctor Oculus. And Hello. I've got a big conversation about PlayStation to happen today. But first of all, really, why? First of all, let's get the the burning um, alien versus jungle hunter out of the way. <laughs> yes. So Doc has had a chance to go and sample an Apple Vision Pro. So I have, yeah. So I was fortunate enough to know a few people in the VR world who have access to this mystical headset. Those of you that don't know about the the AVP, the Apple Vision Pro, um, it is the new Apple headset that has released, but it's not available in the UK. They've gone for like a really soft launch. It's not gone worldwide. Um so then the end result is that yeah it's it's only gone out to the us so the person that i went to visit i don't know whether they'd be comfortable with me outing them on on the internet i mean they outed themselves to be fair but um yeah they flew to new york and new york new york new york new york they flew to new york and picked up their headset in person in the apple store in new york mm-hmm. so they brought it back and was like, do you want to try it? I was like, Shit, yeah, I do. So I went down and had a very lovely day. Um, I spent, you know, a, a, a battery's worth in the headset and then the rest of the day just chatting with them. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it was wonderful for me. Um, do you have any questions? Um, mainly is, like... The pass through when you're looking through it, is it? I expect it's better than the quest. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, the the latency is just astounding, and then on top of that, um, on the quest when you hold your hand up, you can see where it's basically like projected the color onto the image, and then it gets all bubbly around your arm and stuff. Yeah. I didn't see any of that. Yeah, no, you get like on the quest, you get like a, a weird warp effect around your hands, don't you? Ooh, like. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, didn't get any of that. Um, with the quest, you can pin things to a location in the room. Yeah. But they're never quite pinned. Mm-hmm. Um, if you was to walk out of the room and walk back in, they would be roughly where you left them, but there would be a moment where it tries to figure out where it is and it would dance around a little bit. Yeah. The Apple Vision Pro, none of that. Yeah. At all. Uh, the other thing that you notice, so when you put on a quest for the first time, you put on the quest and it's just like, I don't recognize this room, even when you've frequently been in that room, no less. Yeah. So I don't recognize this room. Start looking everywhere and mapping the room and you get the funky little triangles and everything. And it's really cool. Mm-hmm. You turn on the Apple Vision Pro and it's like, yeah, I know this room. 
Yeah. Instant. You don't have to start scanning around the room and stuff. It's just like, I know. Yep, I'm good. Which was really, really impressive. Yeah, I've seen a video of um, someone using one in London and they opened a big YouTube video where the London Eye is. So that London Eye with one on, and like, the open YouTube video in front of it. Like, watching this YouTube video. And then he mm. walks off. They're doing, like, a, a vlog of using it in London. And then they walk off, and they get so far away from the London Eye, he's like, I've left my YouTube player all the way back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is really, really good. Um, for, for that like it is I don't get me wrong I feel mildly confident walking around with a quest yeah the biggest thing with the quest 3 is that as you're walking around you know that what you're seeing is in front of your face isn't quite in front of your face yeah there's there's a gap whereas the, the Vision Pro I, I didn't feel that at all yeah the other question uh, I have around it as well is comfort because i've heard mixed things some people say it's comfortable some people say it's not comfortable third party accessories are required yeah um I mean, it's the same with the quest so the, but you don't pay yeah you don't pay three thousand odd pounds for a quest and that's like no. yeah <laughs> so i believe you get the two straps with it you do get the two straps with it I found the knitted straps. That's the one that's just wobbly and just one big thing that goes around the back. That was quite comfortable. And I think that one for media consumption in bed and stuff like that, perfect. Yeah. The dual strap is a bit more what we're kind of used to, where it's one around the bottom and one around the top of the back of the head. Yeah. And that's got metal buckles on it that you sitch tighter with and stuff mm. so those metal buckles would stick in you if you were laying in bed yeah however i did find that one a bit more supportive but i also found getting it in a comfortable position to be a little bit awkward um it definitely spread the weight of the headset much better but i wanted to sort of pry it apart and i wanted a hinge near the near the ears sort of thing so i could angle the headset but that doesn't exist because that's kind of where it attaches and it's very solid there yeah so i i wanted a, a bit of a hinge on the headset just to um to make it a bit more fitting a bit more comfortable but it's not the end of the world one thing i've noticed with many people and i found myself is that the best way to have the strap ultimately ends up just pinning your ears down or pinning them back or smushing your ears a lot of people you see with just like flat top ears yeah when they're using it and that's that's a kind of a requirement of using the the head strap as it is yeah um or it's one of those things that like most things with even vr you put it on and then after a minute or two you're like uh, you totally forget like you're completely unaware of it yeah and with your they said there's very like there's no latency. So you find the, the hand no. does the hand tracking ever sort of glitch out, like lose tracking or so um I when you're in a quest and you're doing things with hand tracking, 
you used to bringing your hand up and pinching in front of your face and stuff. Yeah. And you don't need to do that with the Vision Pro, which was kind of disorientating at first. So I'm sat there and I'm putting my hand up and the per- the owner of the sat there and laughed at me. It's just like, you are way too used to using a Quest. I was like, what do you mean? He says, put your hand on your lap. I was like, okay. He says, right, now do the pinch gesture. And it worked. Ah, oh, nice. And I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, you're used to using your fingers as a pointer and then pinching to activate it. But it's using your eyes as the pointer. So all you have to do is just leave your hand on your knee and just go boop. And just a quick tap of your finger to thumb and you were picking stuff. Yeah. So that's really useful in that feature. Um, yeah, it's it's really, 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 really good in that, that sense. And did you try any of the little games that I've released? Have you just been, did you just try applications? So I did. I did try Synth Riders. Yeah. I like Synth Riders. And them getting their app on the Apple Vision Pro is fantastic. But the hand tracking is not there. Yeah. It's it's just not ready for that. So you move your hands around, and as you're moving your hands around, you can see the orbs on your hand rushing to catch up. Right, yeah. The entire time. So it's, yeah, it, it didn't really work for that. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like they've got a more simplified graphic as well on the, on the Synth Riders. From the things I've seen online, it looks more like the, the stage in the wall is a bit more simplified. A little bit, yeah. No, I don't mean like massively, but you can tell it's like no. a more simplified feel. Yeah. But it was very, very crisp. It was way better experience than a Quest 2, graphically. Yeah. Um, Quest 3, I admittedly, I wouldn't mind just having it and just head one off, one on, one off, one on, one off, one on, and just side by side them. Yeah. But, you know, when you're, you're using somebody else's stuff, it's like, eh, I'm not going to be a dick. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was one thing I tried. There's one there's one I've seen online which shown a lot of people doing it is the um the dinosaur coming out. So I've put a lot of thought into what I'm essentially gonna say about this thing. Yeah. And so far I've been rather kind. This is now where things differ. And don't, to be fair, I'm not going to be unkind. But the Apple Vision Pro is the Oculus DK2 of headsets. Yeah. And I say that, and bear in mind, the DK2 is always going to have a spot in my heart because it was my first. But the reason I say this is because, number one, a uh, one similarity that I really, really like about this is when I got the DK2, there was a very, very fantastic experience, and I think it may still work on modern headsets, so if you can find it, try it, uh, called Back to Dinosaur Island. Mm. I don't know whether it does work, to be honest. Actually, I could be completely wrong. But if ever I was showing off the DK2, that would be what I used. 
and back to Dinosaur Island, you're essentially sat in like a dinosaur's den. And it was that a gigantic sort of T-Rex came up and sniffed its egg and it sniffed you and, you know, it... You you got up close and personal with a, a big 3D dinosaur. It was made in the Cry Engine, and it looked stunning. Yeah, like it was the way of showing off the DK2 for me. And the Apple Vision Pro is exactly the same. If I wanted to show it off, I would put them in the dinosaur thing. Yeah, more modern technology, crisper screen, all that kind of gubbins, but. The sentiment still still is there. So I'm sat there, and you are a, a, a big square. For those of you that haven't seen it, a big sort of square opens up in your environment, whether you've got it set to pass through or to be in a virtual environment. And then a butterfly just sort of flies towards you. And if you put your hand out, the butterfly will land on your hand. And you're like, holy crap, and it moves with your your hand and stuff like that. But then the butterfly gets scared away by dinosaurs. And so you sat there looking at these dinosaurs, and you're like, okay, that is impressive. And then the dinosaur walks towards you, and then your brain says, oh, I've seen this a million times. It gets to the edge of that box, and then it's going to stop. It's going to sort of disappear. But then it steps out of the box, and you're like, oh yeah, that's a thing that I can totally do with this thing. And it's walking around and it is left the, the confines of the box. Yeah. Which is very kind of weird and disorientating, but yet makes absolute sense when you think about it. So you've left the confines of the box and then it comes up to you and then you're just like moving away. And the thing is tracking where you're moving and it's coming up to you. And I swung at it and it snapped at me. And I was like, okay, this is very, very special. This is nice. This is the go-to demo. If you want to wow somebody with an Apple Vision Pro, this is what you do. This is where you put them. Yeah. So it's very, very good for that. Yeah. Because I've seen people playing, I thought it looks good. I've also seen the... Um, I mean, I've, I've seen them online. The, the Personas. And I think they look quite interesting. Yes. So... The ones that you essentially see online, they are sort of the the version ones. Yeah, they are the the first version, the public the public facing version. The headset I was using was using a beta branch of the software. Yeah, and it had one point one personas, mm -hmm. and that was a lot better than any of the other personas I've seen. Yeah. Some people, they'll do the quick and they'll scan it around the face and then they're like, Persona, done. And then other people will sit there and keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And the ones that keep doing it, I think I think Cass and Cherry, they, they showed theirs. Yeah. And it probably took them about 15 tries each yeah. to get their personas. But that's because they had long curly hair and stuff. Um, their personas look spot on. Mm. I've not seen them in action, but side by side, you're like, you know, that totally is you. Yeah. Whereas Mike, the VR Oasis, when you looked at his persona when it was on F-Reality, it looked like a tribute band to Mike. Yeah. Didn't quite look right. I think the grins are a little bit Wallace and Gromit on mm. the personas at times. Yeah. 
So, yeah, but it's this is the thing. So this is what I was talking to around the the similarities between this and the DK two. In that this device is very much in its infancy. Yeah. It's a first run at this, and it was one hell of a first run. Yeah. But it's not a consumer device. I mean, it's, Microsoft it's Microsoft had two runs at it, and they've both not really done anything, and now they've sort of moved away from the spatial computing thing, and now it's becoming a main thing. They've like, stop developing them, close the close the whole end part down and I was like becoming a big big rush for it. <laughs> so this is something else that bugs me. Is the amount of people on the internet that I don't I don't know whether it was jealousy or paid sponsorship or just them trying to lie to themselves that they don't want an Apple Vision Pro. But there was a lot of people who were just like, well, my quest for you can do that for a fraction of the price. No, it can't. Mm. No, it can't. It cannot do that. I'm sorry, but it can't. The Quest 3 will get you three browser windows, but that's about it. Yeah. This thing will get you multiple browser windows and apps, and it will even cast a MacBook to it. You could have more. You could be like the end of the Matrix, where you've got like a just a surrounding of Neo screaming at you. This device can do that. Yeah, I mean, Quest cannot do that. I just have the Bradley basically said he's just getting rid of all his everything in he and just using the Vision Pro for his screens and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> he also said he's not a normal human being, which is it's very true as well. <laughs> true, yeah. Um, I was watching the VR the crew cast last night, and I'm thinking, what's Bradley looking at everybody on? And then I was sat there, and I'm thinking, I don't think Bradley's looking at anybody. Mm. I, I think he's just listening the entire time. Because let's face it, to do a podcast, you don't need to look at anybody. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe they, maybe they weren't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the this is this is the thing. Saying my quest can do that, it can't. Mm -hmm. However, this is not an apples for apples comparison. The quest is a VR gaming headset that can do many, many things. The Apple Vision Pro is a laptop that you strap to your face. Yeah. It is not a gaming headset. The Apple Vision Pro is... So the Apple Vision Pro basically has a market. Yeah. And it is not a VR enthusiast. Yeah. Thank you, Southport, for the raid, by the way. Um, it's, not the, it, it's not the VR enthusiast. The Apple Vision Pro, what that is, is it's almost like a productivity tool. If I was working and I was on the road, if I had the choice between carrying a MacBook and two monitors with me or an Apple Vision Pro, I'm going to take the Apple Vision Pro. The Apple Vision Pro, you can have a window over there with your email and one over there with Slack open, one in front of you with the spreadsheet and, and another one with a browser on and then another one with your Spotify. And you've got all these different tools and you can be productive in the Vision Pro in a very, very small space. 
Yeah. With little to no real... I mean, you, I would probably recommend a keyboard and mouse to be productive, but that that's it. That's all you can realistically do with an Apple Vision Pro. Yeah. Once you finish doing that, it stops being your PC, and then it becomes a cinema for the evening. So if I'm a guy who works on the road, if I'm a business type or whatever, the Apple Vision Pro is absolutely for you. You get massive productivity with minimum carry space. Yeah. But if I want to play anything virtual reality, I'm I'm going for a Quest. Yeah. It is not the same device. It is not apples for apples. So I think I'd have more FOMO about the Apple Vision Pro if it wasn't another ecosystem I had to buy into because I just... I mean, I've, I've got an iPad. I think it's the only mm-hmm. thing I prefer that they do is the is the iPad. I'm not a fan of the phones. So, I think they do the best tablets. Because you have an iPad, what part of the ecosystem would you need to buy into? Um... I think more just, I'm going to have to obviously buy apps for that, and I really, where? Well, there are iPad apps. Mm, they Most would, of the apps that's on it are just iPad apps. It's a really old iPad as well, though. Like, I think it's a Generation 2 iPad. I've never updated it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, one of those. yeah. Um, so then, that's that's essentially my thought of this. Now, ask me the big question. The big question, is it worth the price? Is that the question you're looking for? Yeah. <laughs> is it worth it? If I had three and a half grand, would I buy it? Mm-hmm. If I am the guy who is on the road and I need to be productive, no. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Because from what I my my first thought was, look, if I wanted a MacBook, um, and I wanted to be out and about and traveling with this MacBook, and I went into Apple, I would totally understand buying an Apple Vision Pro. Yeah. But when you look at it, the chip that's in the Apple Vision Pro, the MacBook equivalent is less than a third of the price. Mm. It's about a grand. Yeah. So then you can spend a thousand on your MacBook Pro. You've then got two and a half grand to buy an iPad, an iPhone, a Quest, and anything else you want. You've still got the money to just buy a bunch of other stuff that yeah. can do. Like it's the, the chip that's in it is the equivalent of either the iPad Pro or the MacBook Pro. That's, it's the same chip yeah. that's powering it. So on paper, your iPad or your MacBook will do the same job. Yeah. And I think the thing is as well, which which hinders that as well, is they make the MacBooks Pro to be so lightweight. So it's not like it's any lighter than carrying this headset around, any, any heavier. They're very tough and yeah. very lightweight. Yeah. You could chuck that in a backpack very mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. And then media consumption, you can either use the Quest. In fact, do you know what I'd do, actually? I would buy the Quest the iPad, the X-Real Air 2s, and a MacBook Pro, and I would still have change. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's basically... Oh, and an iPhone. I'd buy an iPhone as well. Mm. Screw it. 
I'd rather have all of those gadgets than the one Apple Vision Pro. Yeah. Now, there is one thing. Um, the Apple Vision Pro will record spatial video. Hmm. I didn't want that. I wouldn't mind it. But it also wouldn't shock me because you can essentially mount a pair of recording eyes to your face if a certain black and orange website didn't have a category for spatial video in the very near future. Yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I absolutely would. But I, I would much rather just have all of those gadgets than the one Apple Vision Pro. Yeah. It's a thing of beauty, don't get me wrong. Um, and if somebody said, look, I've got an Apple Vision Pro, do you want it? 1500 quid i would have it just to have it yeah see i paid like oh. i paid 1500 for a hololens yeah the first hololens i know they're about to die on their ass but the magic leap is on ebay for like a hundred pounds <laughs> they so can't be going up much now can they I'm so tempted. They're shutting the service down in like a couple of months, right? Yeah. So I don't think they're even going to work, but I'm just so tempted to get one, to get one for the collection so I can, you know, mount it up there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm so tempted by them. But I also keep hovering over uh, um, the Microsoft, the, the HoloLens as well. I'm 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 a hoarder. I'm a hoarder and I'm I'm stuck. Yeah. The, the, the HoloLens, like, Oh god, just having that tiny little. So it was forty-five or fifty-degree field of view. Where you just had this tiny yeah. little square. It was just a little postage stamp, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. massive. It was impressive for what it was. It's definitely well ahead of its time. It was what four or five years ago the yeah. first Hololens. Uh, in fact, I had one at my wedding, so that was twenty seventeen. Yeah, but they were definitely about then. Um, so yeah, that's that's a big, 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 huge leap for mankind. Um, and Apple have done the same thing again. And one thing I love about Apple is that, yes, it's now you currently have to strap a battery to your ass, but soon that's going to be a processor or a processor that's interchangeable. Yeah. Then you just keep the optics and you just swap out the brains. Yeah. And before we know it, we're going to be walking around with the like of the X-Real Air, but with a supercomputer in our pockets. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So they're going to do good things for, for both the spatial computing, and this is why they've never referred to it as a VR or an AR headset. It's a spatial computer, because it's a computer that you can use in a space. It's actually very aptly named. Yeah. But it's not a VR headset, and a Quest is not a spatial computer. Fuck off if you think it is. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to see any more of this. My Quest 3 can do it. Fuck off. No, it can't. Yeah, I got... um, I was quite lucky with HoloLens because I got it off eBay of a company that had basically just got this HoloLens for a presentation at some other business to try and get investors. And then they just got rid of that. They wanted to get rid of the HoloLens. So it was on there for like... but. I think buy it now was like 1,700 or something. I said on year's offer, so I just mentioned said 1,500. And they said, yeah. And then I had it for a bit, realised it wasn't really doing anything, and then just 
CEX were giving you 1,200 cash. I was like, I'll just go and lose. I'll just lose 300 cash on it. <laughs> I'll just have this on, my, on the side I'm never going to use. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. So. So yeah, that was my experience with the Apple Vision Pro. I very much enjoyed it, and as I say, if if you got you um, if you got the the time or whatever, then totally give one a bash. Yeah. When they come to the UK, head to an Apple store, give one a go for sure. Yeah. Um, but I would never pay more than fifteen hundred quid for it. Yeah. Then the. Outside of this, before we go on to, to the main main subject, have you been playing anything as well over the last month? Anything that you wanna? What haven't I been playing? The dot line is it called the Retropolis puzzle game? Yeah, the charming as all hell. Love it. It's free. Download it. Play it. I, it's it's brilliant. I love that game. Mm -hmm. Um, what else have I been playing? Power Wash got more DLC. Very much been enjoying that one. Um. Yeah, played a diving game. Last, last fun. Um. <laughs> other than that, yeah, I don't. Nothing jumps out at me. There's so much I need to do. There's so much I've done and just completely forgotten about, which is no reflection to the experiences. Yeah, but um, that's just because I I have the memory of a twit. Um, so yeah, um, I don't want to steal your thunder and mention what I think you're going to say. So what have you been playing? Well, I've been into, like you, I've been into Power Wash. Um, it's the first time I've been back in it since it got the, I haven't even been in for the Quest 3 update, so I've now seen all like the, now you get like running water effect when you're cleaning and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this is like, it's it's a lot better now than it was when it, it first came out. Which like the just little touches I put in with the Quest 3 updates. Um, so yeah, free free download content has to be taken. Um, yeah. Also played Border... Mockingham Files. Border Bots. I saw that. That's a bit sort of papers pleasy um, job simulator papers pleasy. It's a bit yeah. Yeah. Um that's fun. Enjoyed it? I yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it, yeah. I played some some on stream. Um it's got good humour in it. I mean Team Seventeen have published it, so you expect it's gonna have some some sort of humour to it. Um they seem to take on humorous games than anything when they're publishing. Um like my main issue is it's like the mechanics now uh, feel a bit old. It's like early VR stuff still stood in one spot, just stamping stuff or um, things like that. It just, but it still does a very good job doing what it needs to do for for the idea. Um, some nice little touches like 3D printing models of the robots that you're going to be checking so you can see if they match. Check. There's a lot of checks you have to do and it gets interesting. Um obviously your time so it keeps you busy um but the main one i've been back into <laughs> and i've streamed <laughs> many many hours off since it's got its patch is the foglands spent a lot of time in the foglands now they've fixed a bunch of the things i had 
problems with and well i mean fixed they've they've certainly changed a good few things one of the things i had problems with is the fact that i had to constantly grip and on the psvr it broke my hands mm. i think they fixed that for the so you still have to grip for ammo or you, it's optional actually you can go for just weapon only sort of thing yeah so it will just constantly hold the weapon you don't have to keep holding it oh i love that they did that <laughs> my other one was that i would frequently walk into a room you walk into a room, then it's a big black loading screen. Then you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and then it loads. And then you walk in, it's like, oh, you need something for this room. So then you have to turn around again and do the big black loading screen again. You're just like, this is so frustrating. So, yeah, that was. That was I'm glad they've short. They've made the loadings the screens a lot faster to load. Yeah, that was one of my my, my issues with it was the loading. It's a sort of loading. It was online with like the quest loading times, which between going between which i was like it shouldn't be happening on playstation yes it still happens but it's like a second and you're through like it's not like yeah. a, um it's just so it loads the next yes because the procedure generates the next room you're going into doesn't it so my other big issue which should have fixed was the angling of the guns that was one big issue i had was i wasn't a fan of that i still felt it was a bit too far off to the right mm. i had to twist my hand a bit bit into the left it was a lot more natural but it wasn't completely natural yeah i didn't really find much problem with it but it might just be i think the need i think a lot of shooters need to take line of what things like breaches and stuff do on each platform you've got vertigo did it you've got the option on how you want to hang mm -hmm. so you can get it perfect for you because <laughs> everyone yeah aims a difference Absolutely. so um but... no i I'm, I'm all for the ability to to change the angle of it like it'll say just point forward like even if it's just a point forward and pull the trigger and then boom that's forward yeah that's totally fine it just it takes that as your natural shooting position or you can have what they have in vertigo where they press a button and it, it moves it up and down and, yeah. and stuff um i do think the option to adjust gun angles is most most shooters especially ones that it's like this is a it's not like there's five different controllers you can have on a psvr yeah so i feel like getting the psvr gun angle should be pretty freaking simple mm. you just point it forward and that's it but um i get on pc you can be using a quest or an index or a, yeah. a htc headset a vive or a, a, a vive cosmos yeah so yeah, there's multiple different options. So the option in a PC makes total sense, but on a PSVR Quest, there's only one way you're pointing that, and that's yeah. the natural way forward. So they did the um, they've numbered the rooms as well, which is massive because it's so easy to just keep rotating around the same rooms and not realizing. Um, so the doors are numbered now, so you know which numbers you've. I mean, I I just run through them without checking the numbers still because I'm useless, but. If you, I never got lost. I used to get lost. I've still got lost playing it in with when the doors are numbered, to be fair. Even with the numbers. No, yeah. I never got lost, but then again, I don't think I played it long enough to get lost. Yeah. Because I just got frustrated and rage quit after about an hour, I think. Now, we have played, like, I've now put twenty about 23 hours into it. Um, that's, I mean, that's, you put a fair amount in before, didn't you? But 23 yeah. hours, they're clearly doing something right. Yeah. Um, there's one thing that, like, one thing I like is I did this patch. I said, I'm going to go and test the patch because 
I thought it had potential when I first played it. It just didn't do much. It had yeah. issues and didn't do enough to stand out from what's available. I would still say the likes of Synapse and Ghost Signal and stuff, Light Brigade, are above it. Like, mm-hmm. in how good they are. <laughs> but it improved this one. Um, yeah. But obviously when I went live, we had Zara from the team popped in every live stream asking, seeing if there's any issues and... Um, feeding any back afterwards and then they were like they've taken all this feedback on board and are looking at obviously hot fixes to fix all these things that people are bringing up so well hopefully they're gonna well not hopefully it shows that they're going to keep working and working on it um yeah they're doing all the right things and then all of so what we're essentially doing now is just setting the pc vr players up with the best possible experience yeah, definitely. So this yeah. is going to be quite good. Yeah, um, and it's great that they're listening to the community and they're they're taking steps. Yeah, um, to, to deal with this. One of the things that I the, oh, that's one of the other things as well. They they made it so when you walk over ammo, it just picks it up. You don't have to, yes, to grab yeah. it, which is good. Um, lots of little changes. So I commend them for that. And to be fair, the time I, I turned it off this time. Not out of rage or boredom, I turned it off just because I had uh, other things that I wanted to do yeah. on the stream. Because I was um, celebrating a year of PSVR. Yes, you were. I wanted to try other games. Um, I have tried other games over the last month, I have to admit. I did play that, uh, that Titanic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was a good. That was on Quest. And also Synth Rider's got more DLC. Yeah, did it got Electro Swing, isn't it? Electro Swing two. two. Yeah. So I've been secretly playing that in my in the comfort of my bedroom. Yeah. I've got the Quest Pro in the bedroom and the Quest Three in the 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 gaming room. It's a a Pro in the sheets and a Three in the streets. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that that's also been been fun. Speaking of um, of Synth Riders, came out today on PlayStation it's due out on quest and pc later in the year but there's a new boxing game like fitness one called beat beat the beats it came out yes today um i've had a little go of that this afternoon like you those are the type of games i'll just play my own time i don't really stream them so um yeah <laughs> but i've had a go of that it's good i think it's gonna need to replace things like fit xr and is that what's called now? Whatever the one or box. Fit, yeah, box, yeah. box, fit. fit, XR, VR. Yeah, Les, yeah, yeah. yeah. Les, Les Mills. It's going to need a lot of work. It seems like it keeps you in one stance. Um, the music's not. I mean, I've only. I think I'm only in the begin. I played like the first two track packs in it, so I there's still some half like dance ones and hip hop ones that I haven't unlocked yet. So I'm guessing. I don't know whether they get harder. Or faster, but they seem quite laid back at the moment. And I'm like, if it stays at this pace, it's it's like, is it gonna? It won't outdo those. Like, I quite like it because you've not got someone going, keep it up, trying to give you the positive speech and the stuff. They're not trying to be peloton, <laughs> yeah, like other people. So with being... big hefty subscription fees, no less. Yeah, so it'll be. I'm interested. I'll play. Obviously, I want to play the other tracks and see if it picks up. Maybe as you get further in, it sort of advances what you need to do. So maybe you will start yeah. switching stance because you're sort of at the moment you've got your left foot forward, your right foot angled. 
So like you're in the boxing sense where normally with say Les Mills, it'll get so far through and then tell you to swip, swap before the things start coming again to the other right foot forward, left foot angle type thing. It might come further down. I might have just only done the beginner tracks at the moment. So I'll find out. I'll play more. There will be a review coming once I've, once I've played more of that. But one thing I will say with these sort of ones is you do need to... What you put into it is what you get out of it. If you just do there and do weak jabs, you're not really going to get much out of it. You need to yeah. be committed to get the full full thing out of these type of ones. Like with rhythm games, you sort of you you sort of actively do that because you're thinking you're moving a lot. But with the ones like FitXR, Les Mills, and this one, you need to put you need to put the power in your punches, or else you're not going to get any like much out of it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've not admittedly I haven't I haven't launched it, I haven't tried it. Yeah. Um but it does it does look pretty good. As I say, if they stay away from the subscription model, that can be one of their unique selling points that other people don't yeah. have. There is a demo on Steam if you want to try it now, or it is available on the PC VR uh, the PS VR. Yeah, two at the moment. Uh, Twenty dollars. Yeah. I think um depends on what you're gonna get of it. Like there's I don't know if I need to play all of the songs in the standard mode first. To uncuss like just daily challenges and then there's one called the Vortex where things are meant to come faster and stuff. It's a different mode to the arcade mode. But those are still locked at the moment. So I don't know if you have to finish all the songs in arcade mode to then unlock the daily challenge. And what it does, it tells you like obviously to put a bit of competition in it. When you mm-hmm. hover over the daily challenge, it'll say previous day's winner. So whoever gets the top of the scoreboard will get their name on the the bottom, like on the previous day's winner on the daily challenge when you ho- hover over it. I suppose it brings the competition in there. Uh, yeah. 35 hand-picked tracks from different electronic music genres is over 60-plus levels. Mm. Unlock new genres and B-sides and keep things fresh with daily mixes. I think I've done about 12... 12 tracks at the moment, I think. <laughs> Today, just to see what it was like. And I like the quite simple design to the to the stages. The stages don't distract you. Distract or detract. Yeah. yeah, it's just like a nice white room. When you hit stuff, it sort of sends a ripple across the floor, basically. And it's quite a simple and, and fits nice. Yeah, I would rather them do something simple like that and well. Yeah. Than something a bit um elaborate but kind of just look like an asset dump from, from yeah. Unity. I think that's a little better. So if you're looking for a fitness game, something different to what's already out there, just keep an eye on that one. Like I said, we've got PlayStation VR two is out now. If you don't, it's coming to Steam and Quest some point in twenty twenty four, they said in the email. <laughs> Think of a date, just said in 2024. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then the the Steam website literally just says coming soon. Yeah. 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 But there's demo. Try the demo. Mm -hmm. Let them know what you think. So, as you mentioned, your your stream earlier in the week was to celebrate the two-year anniversary. One-year anniversary. Jesus Christ. I'm flying ahead to the future. Forever, right? Flying ahead to the, the future. <laughs> you've always wanted. Yeah. So, year one of PlayStation, we've hit the anniversary. I'm just going to start this Wednesday, with... Thursday? 
When was it? Yeah, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday last week. 23rd, I think. Dates! I'm terrible. <laughs> if I miss your birthday, I'm sorry. So let's start off with a bit of a downer first, which has come out today, which is in relation to PlayStation. There's stuff in there in relation to PlayStation VR. It's come so close with the anniversary. Sony have been... Some people have Sony been hit with layoffs, so I just hope they get the move on and find jobs quickly. Uh, from that, we've seen yeah. London Studios completely close, who brought us Blood and Truth, PSVR Worlds, and things like that in the past, which uh, there's two things I was hoping would eventually come. We would have a get a remaster, because the PlayStation VR Worlds was perfect for the introduction, mm-hmm. giving people different things to try. Like, it was basically like a mini demo disc, really, wasn't it, of different experiences? It absolutely was, yeah. That, um... The Street Luge was an absolute failure and a travesty, and I hated that. Yeah. But the Shark Cage was pretty dope. London Heist was good, which then obviously spawned Blood and Truth, which I was hoping we might get a Blood and Truth 2, <laughs> or remaster of Blood yeah, and Truth with great. full locomotion rather than point and click where you want to go type thing. Not too bad with, like, uh, Dead Second. I played that recently. Mm. And I kind of dig the whole just like the time crisis move to this, shoot people, move to that, shoot people. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't entirely hate that. I think it would have suited London, uh, Blood and Truth to actually be able to walk around. Or... It'd have been a bit like Sierra Squad. Yeah. Which is, I think, yeah, I think still so have you could have left the could have left the chase scenes in where you basically you just control your shooting, and. They could have left those mm-hmm. sort of action scenes in and just give you control of shooting when they're on. But I think for the part where you were trying to take people out, I suppose it, it did, like it's with Time Crisis, it did depend on a lot of cover loading. You always moved to a cover, didn't you? And then I suppose if, yeah. it, was, if it wasn't like that, you would constantly be crouching down. <laughs> in real, like, I don't probably. I do knees in VR, man. Yeah. Uh, there's a chance I won't go get back home. Yeah. And obviously they've, although... They did a fantastic job of calling the mountain. Some of Fire Sprite have been the team at Fire Sprite have been reduced as part of it as well. Mm-hmm. But they're all very talented people. I'm sh- I just hope you all get in the job quickly. Just unless you find a, a job. I mean, yeah, I think GT put a tweet out saying better should be talking with all the staff from London Studios and getting them, getting them to do something, getting more in their team to oh, do yeah. something. He absolutely should. <laughs> Because it's a very talented team, for sure. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, it's, it seems to be somewhat industry-wide at the minute. Yeah, it's not just Sony. There's Microsoft uh, dropping people off, and everyone is yeah. on. You've seen a lot of studios. Supermassive games. Mm-hmm. People behind the Brush of Blood and Switchback, they've had to downsize. Mm-hmm. It seems... Um, I don't. I mean, maybe it's frequent or something. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure what the deal is, but it, there is obviously a section where people overhire. Yeah. And then once the project is done, they're like, "All right, you go away now." Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't. It, it's. It just seems to be happening a lot. Yeah. Whether that's down to I don't I can't see the industry collapsing in on itself. No. I can't see it, it overly failing. I mean maybe it is. Maybe there's people that are um they're pouring money into games. Game development has become super expensive. 
and maybe they're not making it back. Yeah, I've seen an interesting tweet, uh, tweet today, obviously after these layoffs were announced for Sony, is people saying they need to take a step back from spending all the um, billions of pounds like they do on the Spider-Mans and stuff and look at making things like the guy who put the tweet out has said Concrete Genie was fantastic, artistic, a small studio, a small internal studio made it, like low budget, and it was absolutely fantastic. They need to, I know they need to make these big name games, but maybe that's why Sony have stepped away and said we're probably not going to see any big first party exclusives until 2025 or whatever it is, because maybe they're realizing we need to take a step back from these billion pound games. Possibly. It's not everybody can be Rockstar Games. No. You can't spend a billion and make six. No. I actually listened to, uh, uh, oh, well, it's uh, just a, someone made a video on it. I like to listen to, I think it's What what Culture Gaming on, on YouTube, like watching their content. And they were talking about saying it seems like with the likes of Spider-Man and things like this, I mean, I'm just concentrating on Sony because of what they've said today. Um, like I said, there's been many other places. The Are they expecting lockdown sales when everyone, that's what people were doing because they couldn't leave the house? Now it's gone. More people, they're, maybe they're not getting as many sales as they would have if it was in lockdown. And they think, well, all these massive sales, we made this much money in the lockdown for this Spider-Man. Next Spider-Man will go massive, massive because they're expecting to sell the same type of things and maybe they're not because people are not stuck in the houses anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I've, you see, I've not bought the new Spider-Man. Is is the fact that game development has become a, a very expensive thing? Yeah. And so, in older generations, the retail, like the high price retail games, were forty-five, fifty pounds. Yeah. Whereas now it's seventy. And people yeah. are like, I haven't got 70 quid to spend on one video game. Yeah. I'll just wait and buy it used or yeah. when it comes down in six months' time. I think that's the problem, yeah, as well. The obviously the more they're spending, the more they're gonna wanna gonna have to start charging for games to hit even and like you said, seventies people look at it and go, Well, no, not a chance. So imagine now if they're like, Oh, it needs to now be eighty to cover it. Everyone is like, Yeah. What? What? <laughs> I- so a year ago when I bought my PSVR, I paid 70 quid for Call of the Mountain. Mm. I paid that just because it's the cost of doing business. Um, I, yeah, I, I if I knew the value of a video game, I would potentially have less of a problem paying it, but it's a lot of money for for FIFA to pay £70 for the basic edition. It's a lot of money for Call of Duty to pay 70 quid. Mm-hmm. And that's Spider-Man is the reason I've not gone anywhere near Spider-Man is because I know I'm not going to play it right now, so why pay right now prices? Yeah. I will pay the sale price at Christmas when nobody cares about that game. Yeah. It's what I did this year. So, like, I normally... Nineteen or whatever it is. Yeah, I normally buy FIFA, and I've waited till Christmas this year because I was like, it'll go in the Christmas sale at like half price. I'll pay half price for it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. 
I'll still get a year out of it because I won't buy the new FIFA when it comes round, and I'll wait yeah. till the next next year till it's half price around Christmas again. So I'll still get the year yeah. out of it. I'll I'll just <laughs> that's it. It's not pay the prices. It's an expensive business. It is a very expensive business. Mm-hmm. And we've got VR where a lot of the games do come out at low, a lot of them, not all of them, of course, but a lot of them come out at low cost because a lot of them are pushed by indie developers. <laughs> yeah. The, the the Call of the Mountain is definitely the most expensive VR game. Actually, that might not be true. The most expensive VR game might be Sam and Max. This time it's virtual. <laughs> I think that was $99. <laughs> but yeah. Was that like a special? That was what? Yeah, limited run games. Say, yeah, I could say. probably bring that on eBay for twice the price right now anyway, yeah. so it's fine. Um, I kind of don't want it, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered it, then played it, and then I was like, oh, I kind of don't like this game. Yeah. I've got it. It's fine. I'm I'm trying to show the world that spending money on VR is worth it by single-handedly spending every penny I have on VR. Yeah, I'll spend it on a Moss game as well. Yeah. Now the next, speaking of games, there's one thing I want I want to I want to touch on, which I think it gets har- harshly criticised for after its first year, and I think it's easy for people like us to look at it in one way, and people other people look at it in another way. Like people like us who've been involved in VR for so long, we're going to turn around and say it doesn't have many games. <laughs> Well, that's because we've played them all, and I think mm-hmm. it gets so much hit in videos. A lot of these one year's videos that people have made and released, the game library is not good enough. But it's only because you've played those games. Like I know yeah. people. Like I, I'm on the Cross Button VR's podcast, um, Discord, and they started that v- branch of their podcast because they all got into VR with the PlayStation VR two, so they're playing stuff like After the Fall for the first time and. They've got two hundred. Yeah. They've got two hundred odd games. Well, it, I think there's about two hundred listed. Some are not out yet, but at least one hundred and fifty games they've probably never played before. And like, then you have other people online going, "Oh, in, they haven't done. They haven't got enough games." And like, but that's that's because you've played them all before on a different platform. <laughs> it's it's the amount of of VR games available for for PSVR two astronomical, and they are so I I could probably count on maybe two hands the amount of bad games versus the amount of good games there are not enough hands in this this podcast yeah. and chat combined there's just not enough yeah. there's so many great games and experiences yeah and it's a little annoying that when you go to the PlayStation website the games on there haven't changed in a year. It's still Resident Evil, Call of the Mountain, and Gran Turismo. Yeah. They're the games that that's the front page. That's the games that they're shilling. There are many other games that have come out since then. Yeah. But there are just astonishing games available for this thing. So many. And you've got to look at it as well as, like, I think a lot of disappointment comes the fact that we haven't brought any big, other big IPs into it. But we don't know what they're doing in the background with Sony. Like, one thing I find with Sony is they're not like other companies and they won't really announce a game until they know it's ready to announce, if you know what I mean. Like, there's, like you go to Wars, they'll always announce it, like, maybe a year before it comes out, where you'll get, like, 
say for example mm-hmm. an example i gave you the other day to 13 was like for example metroid prime 4 nintendo put that splash up about four years ago and i've never mentioned anything about it since <laughs> like and nintendo yeah. direct is called metroid 4 and that was it just a logo and then they've never really said anything about it since but sony won't do that sony always seem to wait till the right time to announce their stuff so people don't same with rockstar with gta 6 everyone knows it's coming but they're not going to even say it's coming until it's ready to be not too far away <laughs> To be fair, Rockstar said it was coming because they were backed into a corner by stealing, thieving people. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, yeah, I'm skimming through the PlayStation website now. There's so many great games on here. Um, I, I could go for hours about just the great games that are available for this thing. And that's some of them even exclusive. Yeah, personally, I find as well some of the cross-platform games are the best versions on the playstation vr absolutely i've had this conversation with a developer today no less mm-hmm. um and they were like oh yeah you've requested the steam key for this game of ours but a psvr key for the other one like was that a did, did, which platform do you prefer and i was like well the psvr is the best one but i've requested steam because it's highly likely i'm going to be able to get a multiplayer game with friends on Steam than I am on PSVR. I have more friends in Steam than I do for PlayStation. Yeah. So because it was a, a, a multiplayer game, I was like, I want that one on Steam, but I would much rather have it on PSVR. If they said it was cross-platform, I'd be like, well, then give me PSVR. Yeah. It's the best VR system I have. The Quest 3 looks absolutely astonishing. I was playing Half-Life recently, and I was like, wow, this is the best I've ever seen this game. Hmm. A, a, a country mile is the best I've ever seen Half-Life look but the PSVR is better yeah like for example Red Matter 2 looks fantastic on the fantastic on the Quest 3 with the Quest 3 update but and PC it looks fantastic but I find PlayStation VR just yeah yeah Absolutely, hands down. Like, if you want a graphical showcase, just pop that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it and looks. I'm rocking up to that, that first space suit and look at that, or the, the room where it's got like the red and blue horizon. Like, yeah. oh, such a beautiful game. I mean, I'm not saying it looks bad on, it looks fantastic on the other platforms, but it just seems to excel on the PlayStation's hardware. I think the OLED screen is. Yeah, it really pops. Yeah. All of the colours, the blacks, everything just H- lovely. With the HDR on it as well. In them. Yeah. It just yeah. looks... Uh, like, for me, since it's come out, it's probably been one of my most used headsets. Like like yourself, if I get offered a game, I'm not like, PlayStation available, I'm going to take PlayStation. Because I just like the hardware. Mm-hmm. It's... Um... <laughs> so... PlayStation definitely became my go-to choice, my daily driver type headset for the longest time, up until at least, you know, late October. Yeah. Um, But then the new sexy came and people wanted to watch everything in the Quest 3, so I would take stuff in the Quest. And I do very much still enjoy the Quest and comfort and ease of use. The quest is a little bit better. 
Itzel's better for comfort. I can stream. Definitely. Um, I can stream without having to have a lav mic on for PC games on a Quest. Yeah. It can just cast the, the microphone off back to the PC, and that's that's nice and easy and fine. So I do like that feature, but if I want a good graphical experience, I'm going for the PSVR every time. Yeah. I recently was asked about Hubris. Hubris. And they were like, oh yeah, where where how where do you want to play it? And I was like, PlayStation. Yeah. I have a go I've got a PC and I played your alpha on the PC and it looked brilliant. But I want it on PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation, yeah. I think PlayStation. I've played the full game on PC and PlayStation. And I think PlayStation yeah. again. More for like I said, I think it's the the OLED and the HDR and stuff helps everything look the colours right. And things out from the mess about things. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's an astonishing headset. Which um I mean talking about the ease of use and playing PC games on the quest. Interesting announcement from Sony. Yeah. Very vague. Very vague. They haven't sort of cemented it's happening either, have they've sort of said they're testing. Yes. I would love to think that Sony are going to make a USB breakout box and it's going to connect directly to our PCs and all oh, the beauty. Mm-hmm. Like, honest, the, the amount of people that would box up an index and buy a PSVR 2 if they could connect it to a PC, they wouldn't even consider buying a PlayStation, but they would definitely have one. Yeah. For a PC VR headset. Definitely, yeah. But no. I don't think that's ever going to be the case. No, we're gonna have my like like you, many other people I've spoke to think it's gonna be more like a Steam link. Yeah. Like what you've got with Quest. I think so. They may potentially have a Sony streaming bit of software rather than relying on Steam. Um, so you could potentially play non-Steam games yeah. in the PSVR. But ultimately, I think you're going to still need your PC VR and you're still going to need a PlayStation 5. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. I think. Yeah, so if you don't have a PC, you're not like a PC capable of running those games. It's not going to be much use to you. <laughs> Now, I will say this. So, I've got the Quest Pro, mm-hmm. and when Steam Link came to the Quest, they've got their dynamic foveated rendering mm-hmm. where it will give you the most pixels and the best quality experience by tracking your eyes where you're looking. That's where it'll throw all the data at so you get the best visual experience yeah. whilst streaming which you've got eye tracking in PSVR. So they could bring that feature if there was a Steam Link. Mm -hmm. And you've got the OLED panel. I think if even if it is just that alone, I I think the PSVR would become my daily driver. Yeah. For everything, PC and PlayStation. Yeah. It'd just be quests exclusives then that i played on the quest everything else i go pc yeah 
through um, through the, the PSVR. Absolutely, it would. Yeah, definitely. So I think with the um, the first year of it, I've been very impressed with what, what they've done um, in relation to the games they've managed to bring over when they have. I know there have been delays on some and some just some haven't performed as well as they have on say the PC but I think they've they've brought the right games over to to keep give it a a wide target audience. They've bought some fantastic exclusives like the Resident Evil 4, the most recent one, the thing mm-hmm. for that just blew my mind. See I'm I'm misremembering this. Or did Sony say that, like Resident Evil, many, if not all, games were going to have a VR mode? Yeah, so we're going to try and push the hybrid thing as a, as a generic thing. What happened to that, Sony? Yeah, that's uh, one of my things I've, I've I've had an issue with with it. Um, is, and I think the big problem is as well is. They were saying they were going to try and get developers to do that. It was a plan that they wanted to... They didn't say they were going to implement it. It was something they wanted to get in place. Um, but when you're not doing it with your own games, then why are other developers going to do it? Because it's going to cost them time and money to do it. But yeah. Then you've got Sony releasing games like Spider-Man, games like... I'm at the, I mean, I suppose you've got Horizon Call Mountain, but they've got the Horizons, they've got the God of Wars... And they've not done it themselves, so why are other developers going to say, actually, we're going to do that as well? And on top of that, like you say, it's money that they, they're going to have to spend. But then also, you submit a game to Sony, and they're like, yeah, it's not good enough. Yeah. So is that going to stop them from getting their flat game on the store? Yeah. It's no good to them. Why, why, why waste the time for just heartache and problems when... You could very easily just make a game without it. Yeah, you're not going to gain a lot from the the. That's you see, that's the other thing. If Sony turned around to them and said, "Look, we've sold fifty million of these things. You are going to generate revenue by making this in your game." Yeah, they, I don't think they could or would or have said anything close to that. No. So. Yeah, they've not even got the numbers to to motivate a dev to to put that effort in. Yeah. So why would you do it? Definitely. Um, yeah, you sort of again they don't have the it hasn't had massive sale numbers like for the headset. So, like I said, if you could say, or even if you could look at it and go, right, we've done this to our own game, we've hybrid our own game, and. It's hit this many sit this many VR players in that using the VR mode. It's sort of or if it was as simple as UEVR. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's... you could literally just feed it through at a, a bit of software injection and you've got a VR game. Yeah. That would be fine. Devs would be like, alright, yeah, that's not too bad. I just need to do this little tweak here and here to make it perfect in VR. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be fine with it. I think but. there's also the stigma online that Sony just don't really care about the PlayStation VR 2 because it hasn't really well, sold what they wanted it to sell. And That's not entirely true. I no. mean, I think I did hear somewhere they said that it was 
disappointing or did they not add, maybe they didn't say that but they did say that it's technically outsold the PSVR 1 in yeah. its first year yeah so surely that expectation has been you know maintained and applauded yeah um and then to top it off I think my neighbours are nailing something into the wall. I was going to say, are you okay there? Um, yeah, uh, to top it off, they didn't even sell in stores for months. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't think they can say it's been a failure. Um, yeah, I don't think that they could realistically do that. PSVR 2 outsold PSVR in first six weeks. Yeah. So they've yeah, it's it's not doing badly at all. I mean, I think there's some things that we people maybe would expect for maybe to come into it, which haven't, and that's. I mean, one issue I've seen a lot of people say is obviously the controllers start have issues, and you can't buy the controllers separately anywhere. <laughs> like, it's now we a year in, they should be able to buy us separate controllers you would imagine that would be a thing yes they've taken out this didn't put the 3d movie player in which people want <laughs> baffles me yeah um and people maybe thought that maybe would have been introduced again by the end by year one was over and my the only thing that gave me the feeling that i, I believe they do care about it but started to give me that like a bit of doubt on it is the anniversary announcement was just a blog post yes they announced some new games and stuff but where was i could have done a, a state of play an anniversary state of play or whatever just showing them off rather than even if it was only like half an hour mm -hmm. rather than just as you always do with the vr side i've put a couple of trailers in a state of play that's got full of loads of flat screen or blog posts <laughs> is what they normally do <laughs> yeah yeah they i don't know it's there's also things behind the scenes there's the a typical thing that happens is that in the console wars of things a a company sort of wins the generation so to speak yeah and then becomes a bit lazy yeah um microsoft realistically even though they made a new xbox it's still it, it's hard to differentiate between the two yeah especially for you know parents at christmas yeah i want the xbox one all right which one's that then just the xbox one all right and then they come back with the old school xbox one and it's wrong oh no i want the x oh okay here's the xbox one x no not the xbox one x i want the xbox series x so yeah, Microsoft have been incredibly confusing and they, yeah. they've basically just become a game distributor. It wouldn't shock me if in the next sort of five years we saw Microsoft just become Steam. Yeah. The Netflix of gaming, where you just buy a Microsoft pass and you just play whatever game you want on whatever device you want. I um still think it's a this we're gonna publish a few games on other platforms. I think this is a test. If they sell massively, like say Sea of Thieves sells massively on PlayStation, then they'll look at thinking, well, actually it's worth us putting our games on there. Put a tester out, see what they sell like, 
if they sell really well, what's to stop them saying, actually, we'll just put everything over there? I would be really curious to see if PlayStation owners bought Forza. Hmm. Because they've always been like, we've got our Gran Turismo with our superior... Yeah. Yeah, but Forza. <laughs> you can play Forza Horizon on a PlayStation, they'd be like, yeah, all right, I'll totally buy that. I, I really do. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I don't know if Sony became very relaxed and behind the scenes, the managers and CEOs and COOs and all the other sort of higher-ups, there's definitely unrest behind the scenes. Yeah. Because you hear about people being, like, sacked or quitting and stuff at Sony, and the people that have taken over are a bit more different about the way they address things. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that there is a bit of that as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, they've also, got the likes of like Jim Ryan and stuff leaving, haven't you? And people coming in, and then are they only temporarily yeah. coming in? So they're sort of in a position where they don't know where they're going as a company internally to make a big push on anything, really. And the other thing that you get about Sony is that they are Eastern. Mm-hmm. It's Sony Japan. Yeah. And they can be very, very quiet yeah if something is not as good as the person above them wants it to be yeah even though the rest of the world be like that's pretty damn great yeah they wouldn't they 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 don't scream out about uh an internal what they deem to be internally a failure even if it is a success to the rest of the world yeah so there could be all kinds of different reasons as to why we don't know this the biggest and most logical reason is it's not what they wanted it to be, but yeah. that is absolutely very much their fault. Yeah. In a big bad way. Like, what did they do to promote the PSVR, really? Yeah, look at Ozzy Osbourne to do an advert. <laughs> that was... <laughs> yeah. They got Ozzy Osbourne to do an advert. They sent a bunch of people that have nothing to do with VR, don't care about VR, fucking Pokeballs with PSVRs in them. Yeah. And then they went, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And then pissed and moaned about how it's got no games for the next year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a fantastic headset. And if you were not in the VR space, you could entertain yourself for days weeks months if you are in the vr space you can still very much entertain yourself yeah in a big bad way definitely i don't think it's like i said the that's the only thing that makes you think at times they don't care about is the fact they don't really push much they don't advertise it much they don't really give it much time at state of players they then release a blog post and don't really like push the blog post to just most people find it. They don't really like promote it themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. At the last state of play, I remember watching that and being like, all right, all right. Ooh, yeah. But the reality of it is it was, ooh, yeah. Can I buy it on a PC? Mm-hmm. And the answer was, yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah. So then it was like, okay, well, you know, they announced it at Sony. Well done. You you announced it. Um, 
but then I'm going to go and play it on a PC. Yeah. Probably. Um, that Metro looks dope. It does. It does. And I would buy that on the PlayStation because it's going to look fantastic. Yep. Probably. It's Vertigo. Vertigo. They don't know me that's down. <laughs> yeah. Um... So yes, that's it's it's a very interesting console for sure. What's been your right? You've not heard any of these questions before. Yep. So I'm going to ask you the question, and I want an instant answer. What's the game you regret buying? Um, oh, just acquiring. Oh, acquiring. Um, Arashi Castle of Sin. Not played it, but that's because I played the first one and I could not imagine it got any better from what I understand. It didn't. Either that or kill it with fire. Really? Yeah. Why was that so bad? I just found it extremely boring. It's like... The, okay. uh, the, squish, the destruction and humour and stuff and it just didn't hit with me, maybe. It was just like, oh, yeah. I'll throw this book and hope a spider comes out and burn it or shoot it or drop something on it. It was just like, it just didn't <laughs> resonate. Right, okay. I think those um... were two. Arashi, just because they didn't address anything that was wrong with it in the first one. <laughs> It was just yeah, that, that tracks. They gave it a slight visual upgrade and went, There you go. And I was like, Yeah. I don't care though. How can you still have to me I was like, how can you still have janky controls when it was done with a move controller? And now you've got analogs. How do you still have janky controls that are just as bad? <laughs> like it just it just seemed like I was really excited because obviously Sky Dance were helping with it and stuff, and I thought, Yes. Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, yes, yes. And then like played it as like god i struggled i was like the only thing that really improved was the hit detection for your blocks it wasn't so hit and miss <laughs> okay <laughs> That's, well, i mean that needed to happen for sure yeah but everything else was just as janky and i was just like ah just in how do you feel about firewall yeah to be fair i didn't think about that one i played 40 minutes of it and I've never put it back on. Deleted off my console. Are the servers gone? I don't. I think. Oh. I don't know. I think they said the servers will be. St but I don't know if Sony were going to keep the servers up. I don't know. Uh, in fact, they're still promoting the game on the front page of the PSVR <laughs> website. They're still promoting Firewall Ultra, so they must still yeah. have the servers up and running. There's just going to be no support for it, I guess. Yeah. What, what What about you? Which ones? Which game has left you in there? Which game did I I regret most on PSVR? Mm. Um, the one that hit me the worst was yeah. Um, Resi Eight annoyed mm. the crap out of me at the very start, and. I have no good reason to say Horizon, but Horizon. 
as I say, I paid 70 quid for that game. I bought it, installed it day one, played it for about 20 minutes an hour, and then felt no pull or draw to go back to it. I think with with her, just, with Horizon, you've, you've got to enjoy the climbing. And for someone who absolutely loves to climb, it like was perfect for me because it was like a climb, like having to climb again, really, but then having action between <laughs> your climbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arizona Sunshine was a bit of a disappointment. I really enjoyed Arizona Sunshine too. I wanted it to look better in the PSVR than it did. Mm. But that's that's a me problem, I think. Um But yes, but even then, even though I point those two out, I still finished Resident Evil 8 and did have a good time with it. Yeah. There's just a few things about it that really, really bugged me. Um and then Horizon, it's just... I'm getting back to it. I, I started playing it again the weekend, recently anyway. Uh, I started playing it again, and it's not a terrible game. It's not a bad game. It just didn't grab me like I wanted it to. Yeah. The only other game that realistically that I played on PSVR that bugged me was Foglands. Mm. I rage quit that game. It drove me to to shut the console off and play something different. Mm. Well, that's been fixed, and realistically, it's not a PSVR game as such. Yeah, it is just a, a VR game. I haven't, and still to this day, haven't played Schrodinger's Ghostbusters game. <laughs> it's still potentially good and potentially shit to me. See, I don't think I wouldn't put that as a like for me. I wouldn't put it as a disappointment. It's it's good when you get in there with friends. Just have a few things. I mean, it could have been a lot more, but the only thing that let me down was obviously the push this big Slimer, Slimer hunt, new mode, hunting Slimer, and it's like one level, and practically just once you've done it once, you've you've done it, <laughs> yeah. and it's like takes like twenty thirty minutes. <laughs> it's like that's like I was like that's a bit of a no, not ideal really. Is it? Yeah. Could have done it, maybe released it on across a couple of the locations that they've got in the game, rather than just one, and at least mixed it a little bit. But nah, it's just the one location, exact same things over and over again, exact same place you find him in, exact same thing at the end. I just thought it's just could have done a lot more of that after they were pushing it so much as well. That's that is a shame, and the. The thing that bugs me about that is that I know Endream's no better. Yeah. But how much... So, ex why? Ex how much external influence was on it from, like, Sony pictures and stuff? This is the thing that just makes me wonder. Endream's no better, so why is that the way it is? Yeah, I think there's external Were they influence. muscled out of the process by external forces? Yeah, I think they would have maybe... Sony pitches or whatever have got too involved in it and maybe told them like we want it to be friend kid friendly, we want it to be easy for kids to understand, we want this and that, maybe. But like I said, maybe go go in with friends. It's not something you're gonna go, Oh, I wanna jump into that with people like every week. Like but the times I've been in it with midlife 
um, gaming veteran, sometimes Scorp game on Scorpio. We've had fun in it. Like we've had, <laughs> like we've had fun while we've played it. It just doesn't last more than maybe an hour and a half, and then you're like, right, I've had enough now. We'll yeah. we'll come back in it in a few months down the line, maybe. <laughs> Maybe one day it'll be cheap enough in a sale that I will finally find out. Yeah, but still not not found out yet. See, I don't think I'll, so. I don't think I would have got it, but I had twenty pound credit on my PlayStation, so I just got like the, the twenty six pound version. So I paid six six quid for it, really, because I think the credit was I'd bought some off Amazon with some vouchers I'd won at work. I just bought some PlayStation Store credit and had it on there for when I wanted to use it, and I was like, oh, I'll pay. Six or eight quid, over it was for Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that that tracks. Yeah, I would. I would do. It. I had a bunch of credit, and I was sat there looking at the meta version, thinking, mm, "Should I?" And then I ended up accidentally spending it on something else, like Lego, I think, or mm. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I I want to play it. But I I wouldn't want to play somebody else's because I would ultimately be like, yeah, but I'm earning somebody else stuff and I want to earn me stuff. Yeah. But then, yeah, I'm not gonna. See, I watched the I'm um not... people doing the the MR the Stay Puft MR thing, and I thought it looks fun. But when I could get on PlayStation for that much, I just thought. It doesn't look fun enough to to warrant not buying it for like eight quid <laughs> on a different platform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's. Yeah. I I I don't know. I, I I don't know about that game. I really don't. I want it. I want to support End Dreams. But I don't. I don't know. So speaking speaking of End Dreams, we thought we we flipped the question of way around. Which I was gonna do. Um, we're getting little cities bigger next month. Next month on PlayStation, and you need to play that. It's the I love that game. Yeah, it's if you've obviously only got a PlayStation and you've not played it before, buy it. Don't even think about it. Just yeah. it's just buy it. I mean, that was one of the games that actually shocked me on launch was um, Skylines mm-hmm. cities, uh, cities, cities VR. Yeah. Um I very much enjoyed what I played and I'm not a city builder kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But Little Cities is the game that made me give that game a shot. Yeah. Like I was worried just... when it came out on the quest. So I was very worried about Little Cities because it came out like was it days before or was it like the week before Cities VR was coming out and I was like it's a tiny yeah. little studio this blue purple yonder like two people husband and wife I believe they are who were making it and I just thought but then oh, the people yeah. gonna go. I'll just wait a week and buy cities like a known, a mm-hmm. known developer, fast travel games, a known, a known franchise. And I thought, is it gonna get lost in that? But everyone who I speak to, like, after it came out, both out was like, Little Cities was the better one because it's a bit more chilled. Very much so, yeah. It's been massive, massive you updates. You could sink into a beanbag and just enjoy Little Cities. Yeah, and it's seen massive updates. Like you've got the, you've now got residents that walk around your city while you while you're in there. The city's back to life. They've added more and more amusements, so you can now like build sports stadiums, and it's just <laughs> just expanded. And now we're getting now PlayStation values are going to get it on the twelfth of March, I believe it is. 
fantastic. I saw there was a, a paid DLC for Little Cities, and I was just like, yep, yeah, buy it. Mm -hmm. Didn't even bother reaching out and be like, can I have a key? I was like, I just want to buy it. Yeah. Um, and it was very reasonably priced as well for those people that aren't fortunate enough to get free stuff like yeah. me. Um, it was like, what, three, four, five quid? It wasn't a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a no-brainer to me. Buy, buy Little Cities on, on PSVR. It can only be more fun. Yeah. Like, it can only just bring you more stuff. The power of a PlayStation behind that game mm -hmm. is going to be brilliant. So definitely keep an and eye there's out. there's a hand-tracked mode, which is fine. And it's very functional. Don't get me wrong. I did play it hand-tracked the last uh, few occasions I've played it, no less. I've played it hand-tracking only, not, not with controllers. Yeah. But those PSVR controllers are brilliant. I will as they well. my favourite. Let me just have a look at the date. I think it's next Tuesday I will be doing some early footage of early stream of Little Cities film bigger on the PlayStation VR nice. 2. I think it is the 5th of March. Is that Tuesday next week? 5th, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's Friday. A, yeah, it's a Tuesday. It's a, I know it's a Tuesday. It fell because when, when you said you can stream stuff on, on from the 5th, I was like, falls perfectly after 4 p.m or something i was like it falls perfectly on my stream day for six o'clock thank you very much <laughs> yeah. so yeah we will be i will be doing a little premiere of that next next tuesday at six o'clock on the playstation version beautiful i look forward to that in a big bad way i dig that game mm -hmm. yes yeah. not just about building a city and getting the city up and running you when you're playing it you are sort of given a task you build up to that task and then it's like brilliant well done right let's try a different scenario now yeah you're not you don't have to get a city thriving and surviving it's more goal-based yeah which is one of the things i really loved about it so you'll get so many residents uh, and like, all right okay now we need a police station you'll build that and then you'll build more on it like now you need a fire station and there might be fires and you can go and like Go in and watch the fire, fire engine outside, putting the building out, the fire out and stuff. And it's very, <laughs> yeah, I, I, so just so fun, relaxing. So you could sink into a beanbag and play that game. It's so fun. Yeah. And then to top it off, um, as I say, that it takes all of the stress out of it because you do the goal and like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Now let's go different island. It's got a different shape of things and a. A different little roadblock for you to deal with. Yep. This one's got a volcano on it that erupts and burns stuff down. Yep. So make sure you've got a good fire station. Like it's just I it's so much fun. I cannot sing that game's praises enough. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like I was shocked how good it was. Like I, like I said, I was in the boat of it's gonna get lost under Cities VR. And then obviously I got the chance mm. to play that one first. Uh through End Dreams and Played it and I was like, Cities VR is going to have to do something really special to actually beat this. And I'm not saying Cities VR yeah. is bad. I've spent many hours in Cities VR as well on both on the Quest and PlayStation, but it just doesn't grab you, grab me as much as Little Cities does. No, no. I um, hopefully they do. I don't. I've not heard of any plans for a PC VR port, uh, but it, and you know stay your your expectations it will be that it will be a port i think yeah or the fact that it's coming to playstation is a good sign yeah 
Um, let's flip, flip the question the other way around. From what disappointed you the most, which game has impressed you the most? Ooh. I've got 19 different answers for that. Which one do you want? <laughs> Number 18. <laughs> so that would be the probably switchback. Switchback. Yeah. Yeah. So it's right. So here's the problem. Right. Um game that surprised me the most was how much I've played Gran Turismo. Mm. That definitely surprised me because I bought Gran Turismo on the PlayStation 4 and was like, okay, finally, I'm going to sit down, bop this in VR, and I'm going to play the campaign of a Gran Turismo because it's been years since I did that. Mm -hmm. And I did that, and they went, you can do a time trial. It's like, what? Yeah, you can just do one time trial race that's completely pointless. And that's it. And I was gutted. So when I saw that Gran Turismo was going to have VR support, I was like, I'm going to wait until I find out if it's actually truly VR or if it's just going to be a shitty time trial again. And it isn't. It's a full-on VR support. So then I was very, very pleased with Gran Turismo. Mm. But then Switchback, I think I'd changed as a human, which is why it surprised me. Because I played the first one, I played Russia Blood, and I was like, "This is crap. This is just a roller coaster. I can do this in my DK2. I don't care." But then I played Switchback, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, no, I get that. This is fun. I see what people were talking about, but I also know my view of it is probably somewhat skewed and biased by." my experience with that game mm. so i don't know which is why gran turismo is the one that comes to mind but switchback did definitely surprise me as well but i i think i've been bought yeah <laughs> with with goodwill and 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 great people switchback is definitely is a good there one anything... yeah um light brigade lovely game nice uh, loved that one um, but I think if gone to the head, like without putting any thought into it, I'd say um, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. To be fair, it shocked me when I had to go with it, when you were here on with your PlayStation as well, and we. Mm. I tried. I was shocked how good it was because I'm not. Uh, I'm not even like a racer game. A racer game. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're not a racist. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you don't like driving games, and yeah. yet still, it's quite accessible. Yeah, and the I, one of the things that really shocked me about that one is the gyro steering with the the controller. Yeah, is a very good and serviceable way of playing that game. You don't even need a wheel installed. Yeah, you can very much play that and have a great time. Yeah, like I, I said to you when you when when you were here, I tried it with. On yours, it was a case of, um, I'll buy. I would buy it. It's never really gone on to sale. No. Um, but if it went down to half price, 
I would buy it, and that's saying something because, like you said, I don't play racing games. But the experience I had with with yours when you brought your your PlayStation and played it here, I was like, I would actually buy that at half price, and I would probably enjoy it, but just not at, yeah. As a conversation back to earlier, just not not a seventy pound for me. <laughs> no, it's frequently hovering around thirty odd quid. It was, I think, it was about twenty eight quid recently. Was it? Um, so on my wish list. I've never had any message to say it was being on sale. It's on my wish list as well. No, it's back up to seventy quid now, but it was a lot cheaper recently because I was sat there. I was like, "Do I buy that so I can get rid of the disc?" Mm. It was that cheap to make me contemplate buying it a second time. Hmm. So yeah, it was definitely there. So there's a couple that have surprised me. I wouldn't say they were like the best games on there, but surprise-wise, Puzzling Places really shocked me. Like I'd never played, Why? I'd never ever played that on any other other system. Okay, right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that my, this is my first time seeing it on PlayStation, and just the detail in the models, like that, surprised me. It surprised me how long I actually sat and played it for as well. <laughs> like, I thought when I was playing, I thought it's going to be one where I just probably skip over it and play a bit, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I get in control of batteries running out, warnings. I was like, wow, I've actually <laughs> spent this much time. It's been a substantial amount of time. Yeah. And then keep going back to it. Um, another one that shocked me. Um, again, it was out on it's been out on other platforms. Barbaria really shocked me as well. Mm-hmm. Again, it was the first time yeah, playing it on PlayStation. I didn't expect that to be as entertaining as it was. I just kept getting suggestions off people that it's like really, really good. If you, I mean, I've sort of I've not gone back to it for a while now. I sort of got to a point where I built my fort a bit and I'd go in and it got like maybe three, two, three times the size of it starts. And then I was just like, I'm getting, I just can't be bothered going in and doing all the, all the people I was coming up against on my thing, you know, were like way ahead, too far ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> like all the online ones because of how much I played it. It's obviously to recommend you higher and higher. And I was just, yeah, just kept getting beaten up too easily. Is <laughs> I'm skimming through the library now, and there are so many great, great, great games. Yeah, that I just don't understand why people say there are no games for it. Like I said, I think a lot of it comes from people who've been involved in VR a lot. So to them, there is no games because they've played them all on other platforms or played a good chunk of them, but. Like I said, if if you're going in, this is your first VR headset. I mean, even if you had the PSVR one only, you've still got a lot of games on here now, which and um, out there. They've had upgrades too. Your Beat Sabers, uh, Synth Riders, Walkabout, Walking Dead. They've all had upgrades. Moss one and two. There's you know VR PSVR version two. Uh, PSVR 2 versions of those. No Man's Sky is just a mammoth, a behemoth of a game. Mm -hmm. You cannot deny that it is very much good and relevant in the VR community. Yeah. It's it's huge. Mm -hmm. It's superb. Um, The Forever games, the bowling and pool, they've appeared on PSVR. 
I don't uh, know whether it's still on it's sale now. Is the bowling still on sale now? Because I know like the Trevor Ball was like one pound seventy nine last week on the SVR. <laughs> Holy crap on a cracker! Yeah, if you've got PlayStation Plus, it's one pound seventy nine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm buying that. Like, I I need to sign into my PlayStation account. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the everybody go buy that. Like, even if you don't own a PSVR, just buy it just on the off chance that you do. Um, that's astounding. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I don't have that game enough. I've already <laughs> got it on two platforms. But let's buy another <laughs> third. Um, yeah, yeah Car Mechanics Simulator VR. When did that come to PlayStation? It's actually out. Or is that um, on a coming? Is that on a announced status? Uh, I, I, I'm just in the shop. Hang on, let me open it. Car Mechanics Simulator. Open in new window. Uh, twenty four ninety nine. It's available now. Ah. Can't remember that. That's a, that's another problem. I think I know Mike's touch on one that we touched on earlier. Just the marketing for it's not very, yeah, <laughs> very good, and that's the biggest cause. And that's another thing we're finding: so many shadow drops for games. <laughs> the most memorable shadow drop: Transformers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I suppose I could have said that for my biggest disappointment. On PlayStation, I, I was shocked that it wasn't that. To be fair, yeah, I think I've just is, er, erased really? that. I think I've just erased that from my memory. <laughs> like it doesn't exist. <laughs> um, no, pull still eighteen quid, but bowling is one pound seventy nine. That's insane. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. What about you said in the chat there? Even but Ultra Wings two, the devs didn't even know it was getting released. <laughs> it just shadow dropped it, and it was a shock to them. The shock to the devs. Okay, that's that's a thing that happens, I guess. So they weren't even ready to drop a day one patch because they didn't. They just got shocked. It was they were shocked it came out. (laughs) Now that's a true shadow drop. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Before your eyes, not a PSVR exclusive as such, but definitely brought to life by PSVR. That game was beautiful. Hmm. But yeah. And then there's a few other games that's just like, why do you even exist? Like Break Stuff VR. Um I yeah. don't I don't know. Yeah, that was very, very terrible. Another one I could have maybe put for a disappointment. Uh just yeah. message the devs on that one and was like, I'm not reviewing it. Like I I actually can't put the time into to play it to review. Like I got yeah. Got through the first level and it took me about 15 times to get through the first level. I smelled 45 minutes just throwing stuff at the same stuff and breaking everything every time, but I just hadn't scored enough total to unlock the next level. I was like, I'm just getting bored of doing the same thing. (laughs) And then, so we've gone for what we didn't like. We've gone for what we did like. What's coming that you're like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Oh, I mean, we've already mentioned Little City, so that's yeah. There's three that come to mind for me. Um, Rainbow Reactor Fusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I very much like that game on PC VR. Massively underrated. I can't wait to see what it does on the PS VR too. Um, Stilt looks like wacky, weird, crazy fun. Yeah. 
Although that's the game I was requesting on Steam, not mm-hmm. PSVR. Yeah. Um, and Cube VR. Mm-hmm. That's coming late February. I want to say late February. It is late February. Yeah. Um, so probably it's been pushed, maybe. Croy will tell us. <laughs> um, yeah. Very much looking forward to that game. It's now down as March. Stonebrick have got it down as March. Yeah. There's... I, I want to see what that does on a PlayStation. I think Mike's hit one with Metro. Like, I've really wanted a Metro in VR. Like, I loved all the Metro games. I even forced myself to play the latest Metro. The Exodus, the latest one. Can't remember which the latest Metro actual game. I, I actually. I yeah, there's Metro, Exodus, Redux, uh, Card. I, I, I don't know. I played. That I forced myself to play through a lot of that in Vorpex, so it shows how much patience I wanted, how much I wanted a Metro game. <laughs> I, I push Vorp, I've pushed out with Vorpex to try and at least try and get a Metro game in VR. Um, I spent a lot of time trying to get a profile yeah. right for that. So, um, it does, and it looks the the trailer looked brilliant. Yeah. Um. So, Zombie Army. I was really interested in what they do with that. That was announced recently, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. that looks good. Um, Rebellion generally do all right with those games, yeah. so yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to that. I don't think there's any like weird little indie ones. That any sort of big have, like, temple. Hit, I've hit my hit my radar. I'm actually looking forward to they're... the latest one by Jeff Minter because I love Polybius. It's just bizarre. Um, what's it called? It's got a weird name. And it won't come in my head a bit. It, oh god, what's it called? It's got a really weird name. But it's just a psychedelic it's gonna play flat screen and VR support. But it's like just an over the top sort of Metroid type shooter. It's weird. But then you like dip down and you can get your Bugs will get into your core, and you need to then fly your ship down into the core and shoot up. No idea. Get rid of all them. God, it's so. I'm going to have to search what it's called. No idea at all. But I love this Polybius game. That was unbelievable. He's, he's classed as a psych. Aka Arf. Aka Arf is what it's called. I think the Australian fans of ACDC. What? <laughs> um, it's being published by Atari, so it's it's like a pop old Atari game. I think. Okay. That type of style, anyway. I think Mike's hit one there in the chat as well. Mike's shotting all the good ones on there. Update to the Wanderer. Yes. <laughs> oh, and they, they've announced the sequel. Have they? Wanderer Two. They are. Yeah, it's it was weird because the thing is, it it made you think that it was just going to be another trailer for Wanderer: uh, Fates of Atlantis or whatever it's called, but no, it was literally Wanderer Two. It was the sequel. Oh. Um, it's the one that starts with the skull and crossbones, the pirate flag. 
That's actually the sequel announcement. I didn't click on that because again, I thought it was just more, and I thought I've seen, I've played the one. Yeah. I mean, I do want, I will be looking forward to that. It was just one. more of the remake, but no, that's actually the Wanderer Two that was announced. Oh, I'll have to go and watch that now. After this, yes, go find it and look at it. It looks. I mean, the the Wanderer and the PSVR is going to be the place to play that, hands down. That's where I'm playing it. Um, but the sequel looks just as good. It looks stunning. Mm. So I can't wait. We'll definitely have to go. Well, I'll definitely have to check that out. So through the thing, you've had a few questions through the show as well. So we have. Yeah, I've been skimming to find them, but if you've got a list, I haven't made a list, but I've got a idea of some of them. <laughs> Suppose I could. I've got the chat open, so I could just control an F in the chat and look for question. Because they were all nice enough. Um... So first one, which is not PlayStation VR related, but it relates to what we first discussed. Oh, 13 is bottom in the chat. The Apple very pricey. Yeah. I think Cold's, Cold's like predicting well in the future. Apple Vision Pro, how much cheaper? Actually, you never know of Apple. It could be out next year. They seem to release the phones every year, so... <laughs> Apple Vision Pro 2. <laughs> how much cheaper do you think? How much cheaper will it be, be for the Apple Vision Pro 2? I don't think it'll get cheaper. No. The iPhones came out at like what four, five hundred quid. Yeah, no, they're like thousands. So now there are, you know, I, I was, I'm, I, I may be looking at buying an iPhone 15 Pro Max, and they're eleven hundred quid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they're going to get any cheaper. Yeah, they I think... need to, but whether they will is a different thing. But again, the these. They're not aimed at consumer. They're aimed at enterprise and so. <laughs> it's well, they're not even enter- no, they're not even enterprise. What they are is fashion accessories yeah. for people with disposable income. Which, let's face it, this is probably why they launched in America because it is a country designed by just short-lived disposable income. Buy it, love it, pose with it, put it away. Mm. It's very much a culture of that. Yeah. And so I think that's why they launched in the US as opposed to somewhere in Europe where people are going to be like, I'm not buying that because I don't need to have the, you know, look at me, I'm so wealthy kind of process. Yeah. And question What was your most recent take my money game? That's been announced or that's been released? Yeah, let's we'll follow that one up. Um, we'll want the next one. Why we we wait for that? Do you? Because that would be Metro if it's announced. If the mm. one that's out already, uh, one that was instant buy for me. Oh, that you've bought. Um, PSVR or just any game in general? Let's say if any game in general. PSVR. Any okay. Um, what game did I instantly buy? It's gonna be a puzzle game. Um, oh, just any, yeah, just any. My most, uh, why you think my most recent must like take my money VR game was Assassin's Creed. Still, my last one. Yeah, I was torn between Assassin's Creed or Lego. Mm-hmm. I tried that on the Apple Vision Pro, the Builder's Journey or whatever it's called. It was fine. Mm. Hard to control. 
No, it's definitely Assassin's Creed was last one. But it looked great. Um, yeah, so that that's probably it. Um, either Lego or Assassin's Creed. They were just instant buys for me. Yeah. Do you think Sony will release the PSVR peripheral this time, like the aim controller, or it won't happen? No. No. No, they're not going to do it. At best, Sony will release maybe a piece of plastic that you can clip your controllers to, but I don't think they're in a rush. No. If they were going to do it, they would have done it with um, firewall. The floppy, floppy, yeah, firewall. If they were going to yeah. do it, they would have done it with firewall. I think the original one was a requirement because it gives yes. you analogs and also the if obviously couldn't be mapped to the move because you can only play it with the thingy or the controller, couldn't you? I don't think you could play it with moves. Yeah. And the thing was all, even if it had moves, the occlusion for the moves was awful. Like, crossing yeah. those orbs over was the worst idea ever. <laughs> I've actually packed it away. It was hung on the wall for the longest time. That gun drove me insane because it only had one ball. Yeah. So then it never knew whereabouts the arse of that gun was. So I would be pointing it forward and it would just be as if I was, you know, moving my hand away. And I'm like, what logical person is not like is gonna do that? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I was constantly doing this like a steering wheel, and then to try and get it to to figure out where yeah. I was. That, that, now that that drove me insane at times. So I it was essential for the game, and still it was don't don't even get me started on my firewall rant again. We know how that goes. Yeah. Um, Why well, live the same mistakes, you fucking idiots? Yeah. If you were to redesign a PlayStation VR 2 hardware, is there anything you would change about it? The Halo strap. Yeah. I don't even need to think about that. I'm on the, the Halo. I'm on, I'm on the globular cluster. I know it's still Halo, but it gives it the extra stuff it, needed. It helps tremendously. Yeah. yeah. I would say also um, um, give it inbuilt audio. Technically, oh, right, yeah, because the headphones themselves are a bit... Yeah, yeah I hate those rubber, rubber headphones. Second year, yeah. So, like, I, I normally... I'm streaming, I've got it mirroring my audio to my headphones from the capture card, and... You only tried the Bobos. Um, oh, yeah, I've got the Sense ones that I use when I'm playing it on my... Offline. I bought some of the... The Bobo released, basically, like, off-ear headphones. Yeah. For the PSVR, and I, I would love to try them. Yeah, I've never tried them. I just use the sense when I'm not playing. If I'm not streaming it, because I just like I said, I just mirror the audio from the PC to the through OBS to the headphones. So mm -hmm. if I'm streaming, that's what I do. There's no delay. If I'm yeah, not, I'll, I'm I use the sense. But the I would have liked to have fairly minimal some inbuilt audio solution. Maybe that's not the clicking the back and shoving. Put them in your ears. I probably wouldn't use it because I still end up wanting the audio from the PC for chat, so yeah. I wouldn't use it. Corey, next question. Is Final Fantasy VII Remake streamed by me the same as Final Fantasy Remake Integrated? Yes, it is. That's the update. That's the PS5 version. The remake was just... I know it's working with UEVR, but I don't think I would play a Final Fantasy in UEVR. Was... No? No. I'd be tempted to try it. My view is with that, the visuals make that game, and to get it working with UEVR, I reckon there'd be a lot of, a lot of potato win to get it you to don't. run smooth. Yeah, so 
on my on my PC anyway. I know some people have some. I was gonna say some of us own GTX forty nineties. So I would. So I wouldn't. Maybe they will have a better time. Yeah, I'd have to potato it too much to actually enjoy it for what it is. Final Fantasy. I expect you to die three, Mike. I own that game and I haven't played it. Damn it, I really should. Um, I may try and squeeze that in this weekend. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I expect you to die for you. It was fantastic. Another Fisherman's Tale. I've got that as well. I've had that from release and I've still not played it. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry, Virgo. Um, Yeah, I I need to play both of those games. Mike, you're pulling my heartstrings here. (laughs) Saints and Sinners, I've never played either of them, like, properly. I've played the first 20 minutes of the first one a bunch, and then that's it. I've never played, sat down and played those games. Yeah, for me, Saints and Sinners 2 could have been... um, a DLC. I know, I know it's still a big game and it was, I was like 12 hours odd long, but it was just like you were just playing the same thing just with a different storyline. It's like, it didn't seem to bring anything new. So to me, it felt like a DLC no. over a full game. <laughs> oh, will Lo-Fi ever release on PSVR 2? I threw money at the prick for fucking Kickstarter to get it on the PSVR 2, so it should do. I think Mike's hit the thing, will it ever release, period. I think that's the best question. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think, thanks for the love of the PBR peoples, I have both Saints and Sinners games. Oh, lovely. That's nice of them. Um, still doing questions are themed mugs still something people buy not me because i don't drink hot drinks but ask german rifter mm-hmm. yep but yeah right i think that's brought us to the end end yeah so let's just end it with playstation vr2 year one to me it's not a fail <laughs> now it's a lovely lovely headset if you're if you own a ps5 mm-hmm. and you're sat there with 500 quid and you're thinking quest or playstation you wouldn't go far wrong with a playstation no at all quest does some lovely things and a, a lot of other things the psvr won't don't get me wrong but you wouldn't go too far if you far wrong if you bought the psvr no. you have a great experience yeah there's plenty of things available on there to buy. Um, yeah, so I think that's a good place to end it. Thanks for the chat, pal. I would yep. very much appreciate. Thank you very much. So yeah, that is by. episode twenty six. So I don't know why I said that. Six. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> That was because my mind. So twenty six. Yeah. That's why my mind went blank. Thank you for everyone who's, who's dropped by. Thank you for everyone who's raised the questions. Um. Yeah. And um, we'll see you next month. We will. The last Tuesday of every month. Next month we will have a guest next month. Oh, I'm looking forward to that in see. a big bad way. It'll obviously be announced over on the VRverse Twitter, which I never advertise. Bye, everyone.